our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Good morning and welcome back to our continuing look through the Sermon on the Mount. Today we're in Matthew chapter 6. The Sermon on the Mount is found in one, in one gospel, the gospel of Matthew at chapters 5, 6, and 7. And today we're going to look at the last verse of Jesus' model prayer when he's responded to the disciples' request to teach us how to pray. And he said, pray like this. He didn't say pray these words necessarily, as we've discussed before. There's nothing wrong with praying the Lord's Prayer as printed. It's scripture, so it's good. It's solid. But he gave it to us as a model, and we could could and should expand on it in the sense that, for example, when we say, our Father, we can reflect much deeper than just the words, our Father. We can reflect on how he's the Father and what kind of Father is he and why is he our Father and not my Father or your Father. So this is the model for prayer. And today it's, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The truth is we live in a fallen world that sin has been in the world since Adam and Eve uh, rejected God's command and chose to do things their way. We have an inherited sin nature and we are quick to expand on it in our flesh. We just live in a fallen world and there's temptation everywhere. I don't know that it's true to say that there's more temptation today than there used to be, but it certainly feels that way, doesn't it? It's just there's so many more opportunities for temptation through all of the communication and the ways that we're confronted with life's temptations, sin's temptations uh, on billboards, on the news, on TV, on the radio, uh, just watching people as they walk up and down the street, what we read, what we listen to, all of those things and many more are just, they surround us and we're confronted with them all, all around. And even if we weren't, we still have a sin nature and we would be tempted from within. Listen to these verses from James chapter 1, verses 12 through 15. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and, when, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. What a powerful, powerful statement about the truth 
of our lives and the battle we have with temptation and with the evil that is around us. So how does, how does this play out? Let's be sure that we don't misunderstand that the fact that the temptation is in front of us and the fact that we're tempted, that is not sin in and of itself. But what we do with it, that's where the sin enters in. I'm thinking of a particular place on the interstate that has a sign that shouldn't be there and how often when I would drive by there, my eyes would be drawn to that sign, even though I would know that that the sign was there and, and that it wasn't something that was profitable for me to look at, still my eyes would be drawn to it because of the flesh. But that was not, as I understand it, sin that, that I looked in that direction, but what I did with that once I saw it and rejected it as, I mean, my thought process is something like, Lord, this is not from you, and this is not profitable, and I reject it in Jesus' name, and I just go to a different thought place and thought pattern and avoid it. So it's just important for us to understand where the the sin is and, and where it is not. We must know that it's not against flesh and blood that we battle, but against spiritual powers. We, we're in battle with a mighty enemy, Satan, who's just as real as the chair I'm sitting on and the ground we're all standing on. And Satan has been defeated. Jesus defeated sin, death, and the grave at the cross. Uh, but the battle is not over until Christ comes back. So we need to understand that we're in, we're in a battle and Satan has lost the war when Jesus was crucified and paid for our sins and was dead and buried and raised from the dead. But Satan is alive and he constantly attacks and accuses all who are in Christ Jesus. So we have to ask God to protect us from the evil one. He's given us the perfect tools to ward off the enemy, and one of the places we find those tools laid out for us so well uh, is in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. And I'd like to just read through that now. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. 
To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplications for all the saints and also for me, that words may be given to me and the opening of my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Ephesians six ten through 20. So Paul gives us the the key to fighting and winning these battles. So God never tempts us and God can't be tempted, but we're asking him to lead us in a better direction and deliver us from evil. And we have been ultimately delivered from evil in Christ, but while we're here, it's an ongoing battle. So we, we need to be in prayer and we need to keep short accounts with God. That is, we need to acknowledge our sin, recognize it, confess it. Not that it hadn't been paid for, but that it restores our fellowship with God and it keeps us strong in the Lord. So thank you so much for listening. This concludes a section of the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus gave a model of prayer. And next time, Lord willing, we will pick up with Matthew chapter 6, verse 16. Thank you and God bless you.